0: Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode. Okay, so I'm going to continue on with last week's episode. So if you weren't with me, what I was talking about was this great bingo tournament that they had at South Point in Las Vegas. Um, My first time participating in it, and it was really uh, something I had never experienced. It was just great. It was so much fun. It was different, and I just feel like I walked away with so much stuff. You know, one of the really nice things about it is that there were so Many people there from all over the country. You know, I'm always trying to find out what's happening with people playing bingo in other parts of the country because not everybody does it the same. So, when you're in the situation when you could talk to a lot of different people, you kind of get a lot of information. So, you know, this was just like, boom, you know, everybody in one room. I had people who were from Anchorage, Alaska. There was somebody from San Antonio. I met people from New Jersey, people from Rochester. So, it was just like amazing to have all this, you know, This new knowledge, you know, we sat at my table and we chatted a lot. I found out there are all these different places to play bingo back east. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm going to have a chance to like Google some of these places. Seems like a lot of them were casinos, which is typical, you know, in a lot of places. Uh, and, uh, but I'm going to go back and Google and try to find out what, you know, what goes on in these places. Uh, one of the ladies was talking about the fact that they only spent like $5 and you get some kind of credit and you did different things. You could win all these like different kind of prizes or, uh, all these kind of different little perks that these places had. Um, i also learned some of the things that people call things that are different, something called a seal card. So that's what they called pull tabs back. They call them uh, seal cards. I think I'm right on that. I've got my little uh, notes that I wrote down. I was trying to kind of remember everything. But, you know, that's something else to learn. Oh, I also learned this from somebody, and a lot of people, I didn't know this either, I think previously in one of my episodes, one of my first episodes, I talked about the fact that when I played at the... uh, bingo place that's close to my house, a place that I used to play at all the time, there were different things that people would shout out. You know, if you, if they said, uh, in 40, people go 40, you know, so that happened at that place. It used to happen a lot of other places, but it doesn't happen everywhere. And I've actually noticed that people have cut down on it, but that's one of the things they would say. They would say 40. And then my, uh, uh other guy, they would say, uh, B1, and one of the gentlemen that was there would say, I'm number one. And then everybody else would shout out, you know, hush up or whatever. Anyway, but that's one of the things. So at this tournament, I found out that whenever they call G69, you're supposed to say all night long. So. <laughs> So obviously, I don't know if that's everywhere. I had never seen that before. I'd never heard that before. But clearly that was a thing because throughout this little tournament, every time they called, um, uh, oh, excuse me, it's 069. Whenever time they would call 069, there was a certain fraction of the group that would start going all night long. So now actually that's stuck in my head whenever I hear 069, even though I don't say it, I keep in my head. I mean, I'm thinking in my head all night long. So, you know, so that's some of the things that you find out about people and what's going on, but it's, Again, it's just also interesting to know that all these people would come from all over the country to play in this tournament, you know? And it's just like, oh, my God, just absolutely amazing. And I think I was talking before, when I was ending, I was just talking about, I think, last week, the amount of money that's spent. It's just so much money uh, that goes into this thing, you know? And props to the casino. Hey, obviously it's working. Obviously they're making money because, like I said, they've got another one uh, coming up sometime at the end of this year. But what's interesting, you know, the, the whole hassle, the whole problem with bingo is this. You just don't know. I mean, there is no skill set to it. It is purely a matter of luck because you can spend as much money as you want and not win a doggone thing. And then there are other people, like I said, they were selling nine-on-packs with the entry. And I I can't imagine that there was anybody who was really just playing a nine-on-pack. But the truth is, there could have been somebody doing that. And they could have won because the bingo balls don't give a rat's fanny about how many uh, tabs you have or how many, excuse me, how many packs you have. It's just the balls are going to come out the way the balls are going to come out. And you either have the number or you don't have the number. And that's it. I mean, I can think of times when I've, you know, they've called a few numbers and boom, all I needed. It was just one number, you know, and you sit there and you sit there and they call 15 numbers, 20 numbers, whatever. They don't call your number. And then somebody who has been waiting all this other time and didn't have anything, all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. All their numbers come up and they win. And, you know, and that's what I, you know, kind of equate uh, bingo a lot with life. It just, it just is what it is. And you can do everything you can to prepare it. And it's just going to be the way it's going to be. You know, I think the prime example is, Like I said, I met a lot of people, you know, and you start talking to people, you're having conversations, because you're standing in lines, or you're whatever, and you're all kind of excited, there's all that adrenaline going on. And I was talking to one lady, you know, this is like, after the first day, this is like, we've had... uh, the first day of like 30 games or whatever. So you're back for the second day. And I was talking to this one lady and she had spent $1,000 because she was kind of lamenting. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, I spent $1,000 and I didn't want a thing. She hadn't won a thing. And so she was kind of concerned about that. And, um, you know, but I said, I was sitting at the table with the woman who had, had won $50,000, excuse me, she had split the $50,000 prize, and she'd only spent $460. Okay, so there's a big difference. There's somebody who spent $1,000 getting their packs, and there's somebody who spent $460, and one of them walked away with nothing, and the other one walked away with $25,000. So it's like, it's the luck of the draw. It just is what it is. You know, and there were many times on that occasion, same thing, I certainly didn't spend $1,000. There were many times where I only needed one number. Of course, didn't get that one number, But I was that close. And so you see that you didn't spend that much money. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just the luck of the draw. I'm sure there were other people who spent $2,000 and they did win. So you just don't know. But anyway, y'all still having a good time and everything. But what's also interesting that I found out, I had not done this. Like I said, this is my first time having played at this place. And somebody asked me, like I said, the second day, I was talking to a lot of people because it was exciting for me, even though I didn't win it, it was Really exciting to be sitting at a table with somebody who just split the fifty thousand dollar bingo you know and this is a this is a crazy lady this is, lady was so much fun she was like really energetic uh just just really like the life of the party at the table she just was uh a lot of fun to be around. So it was even more exciting that this was a nice person who won uh, this money and split it because sometimes you're sitting around people and they're not so nice. And then you actually get a little ticked that they end up winning. But it's okay. This everybody at my table was really, really nice. And it was really, really exciting for this lady to win this money. And she was great. She you know, $25,000. And she shared it with everybody. She gave each of us $100, which was nice. You know, God knows she doesn't didn't have to, you know, and that's another episode we're going to talk about later. That's what definitely an episode uh, about tipping that we're going to have to delve into because it's really such a big part of the bingo community, but it has all these like little kind of little, little facets and stuff. And it's always kind of confusing to me. But again, we'll go into that in another episode, we'll talk about tipping and stuff because it's definitely, like I said, a big part of bingo. But anyway, so it was really nice. This lady tipped, th- tipped us each a hundred dollars. I was feeling pretty good. It's like great. That's a hundred dollars for me that I wasn't expecting. I hadn't won anything. It's a hundred dollars, hundred dollars more in my pocket, and I thought really nice of her. So, yeah, I felt good until I was talking to somebody else uh, who had played there before at the one of the uh, at a lot of the other South Point. Uh, bingo tournaments. And she came up to me, you know, we were talking about this. I said, yeah, you know, uh, I was sitting at the table with the lady who won, you know, who split uh, one of the 20, one of the $50,000 uh, uh, games and stuff. She said, oh my God, did the house share with you? And so first of all, when she says house, what she means is that South Point, South Point is considered the house. Okay. The And she said, did the house share with you? And I'm like, what? What? Uh, I had no what. <laughs> it's like, why would they do that? I had no idea. So I was I was informed that in prior games, and you know previously, I guess it's all uh, pre pandemic, that whenever a big uh, a big pot was won, so it was like the big pot of the game, when that was won, that the people who were sitting at the table with the person who won. Uh, I guess as a consolation prize, that the house would give each person sitting at that table a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> It was like, I was feeling so good about my 100, which was really, again, she definitely didn't need to do and it was really nice of her to do. But it really hurts when you find out in past days that the people typically sitting at that table also got $1,000. I mean, that would have definitely covered all my expenses. That would have been wonderful and really, really nice and greatly appreciated. But it was like, son of a gun. You know, it's like when you don't know something, you're okay, but then somebody brings it to your attention and you're a crap. But anyway, I had a really good time. It was a really nice table of people to be sitting with. And I I do feel bad because one of the ladies, uh, actually the lady who won um, the big pot, who split the $50,000, she actually took a picture with the, of our little table on her phone. You know, we sat there and did that. And I feel bad. I meant to have her share that picture with me, and I didn't because I would actually put it, put it on the uh, website so you guys could all see. But anyway, it was a nice group of people. It was a really good time. I was happy that she won that money. I was happy that she shared. And even though I didn't get to get $1,000 from the house, uh, it was still a great experience. And I hope I get to do it again sometime. As it turns out, there's so much going on in bingo right now that I don't think I'm going to be able to do a third part because I've got other things to talk about. But I did have to get this out. And I hope that if you ever get the chance to play at one of these tournaments, you'll enjoy it as much as I did. For this week's Bingo Lingo, we're going to talk about the phrase electronic pack. I don't know if that's really a phrase or anything, but I do know that it was brought to my attention that I spoke about it a lot when I talked about the... um, tournament or the gala at um, South Point, And one of my listeners informed me that they didn't know what that meant. So it's like, okay, that's part of my job to make sure that people understand things. I'm sure there's some other phrases that we need to go back to and clarify. But this particular one, I'm, I, I want to address today. So electronic packs, You know, when most people think of bingo, they think of, you know, the little paper with the little numbers, B-I-N-G-O, and then the people with the uh, daubers, you know, the little old lady sitting there with the little – all the little toys and stuff in front of all their little lucky charms so they can, you know – Increase their chances or whatever, and just dobbing or dabbing. Some people say dabbing, some people say dobbing. The the little numbers on there, and you know, or covering whichever way you do it. So that's generally when people think of bingo, that's how they think of it, you know. But what's popular now is they have these things called electronic packs. Now some of them are big, some of them are like big uh, TV size screens. You know, I think they'd be like twelve by twelve that are stationary. I see these a lot in some of the hotels, and then most places they'll have these little um, portable. Uh, electronic pack. So it's like a little electronic electronic machine. Uh, What I say, like eight by six or something like that. It's small, you can handle different places have different sizes of them. But anyway, it's it's become a very popular thing that what people do is they get these electronic packs. And what happens is that you can put as many cards on there as you want, or whatever the the the, uh, the provider is offering you. So I can't say as many as you want, but usually you can buy, uh, you know, several packs and that increases your chances, okay? So instead of just playing your whatever your little sheet is in front of you, you can put, you know, hundreds of them. And a lot of people do. And like I said, in this particular tournament that I was just talking about, trust me, people put hundreds hundreds of them on there. So that's trying to increase your chances. You know, it's no guarantee you can put tons and tons and tons like again, like I've mentioned it, it you know, luck is what luck's gonna be. And it doesn't guarantee you just because you've got uh, so many packs, it doesn't guarantee you there that you're going to win. But people do like to improve their odds. And so they will, you know, bulk up on these these machines and stuff, which is kind of weird, though, I don't I'm not a big fan, because I'll also go to these uh, places where I play bingo. And you'll see several people who just have the machines, they don't have paper at all. So all they're doing is they're waiting for the machine to tell them that they got bingo, okay, that they won. So a lot of times people are on their phone, or people are reading a book, or people are sometimes just watching television and stuff. And so I'm not a big fan of that. To me, that's not really playing bingo. I mean, more power to you if you enjoy it, but I don't see how that's a lot of fun. I like to at least if I'm going to do those packs. And again, I absolutely do do the electronic packs sometimes, because uh, it's just just because you want to be competitive. But if I am going to do that, I absolutely make sure that I also buy a pack that I can play with manually myself. So I do both. You know, you're watching along on the... um, The computer you're watching along on the pack, because what it will do, just for reference, I don't know if I mentioned it, it will tell you when you're down to one number, you know, it'll go a little flash, it puts up the screen and you can see it and it'll say, okay, you only have, you only need one number and that's nice, you get that warning. And then when you do get the bingo, it'll go, you know, winner or congratulations or something, it'll spat off so you can see it. And of course, uh, you yell bingo. But again, I think that that's uh, not as much fun as actually uh, playing on paper. So I like to do both, but very popular when you're playing these uh, big competitions, you know, whether it's in Las Vegas or, whether, or wherever you're playing, you're going to see a lot of people playing the electronic packs, um, you know, just to increase their chances. Okay? So that's what an electronic pack is. And uh, I have a couple of other things I'm sure I'll need to clarify, but that's it for this week's Bingo Lingo. And that's it for this week's episode of The Broke Bingo Addict. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something that you didn't know before. And I appreciate it. If you have a minute, you'll check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we're under the Broke Bingo Attic. Okay, until next time. It's not a game, it's a red